Greetings and welcome to another episode of Duck Duck Dice, a show where we play Dungeons and Dragons and put it on the internet. My name is Sam. I am the dungeon master for this game, which takes place in the land known as Amber Rush. We thank you all for joining us for episode 36 of Duck Duck Dice. Duck Duck Dice is part of the Party Foul Games family, uh, where we host regular gaming content on the regular. And Clinton, why don't you come on down and tell the people a little bit more about it? Yeah, so on Tuesdays, when it's not Christmas holiday time, we have a weekly podcast called Game Goose, where myself and my good buddy Neil and another guy get together and talk about video games and uh, <clears throat> news and the happenings, and then we talk about what we've been playing and what we think about them and give our lowly opinions on them. And then each week we take a dive into a specific topic, like water levels or uh speed running or the game awards and we talk about it at ad nauseum at length until we're all sick of it and then uh the episode ends and then you can listen to it in podcast form and i would say it's it's an appropriate length of time <laughs> <laughs> like, i don't want you to scare people away thinking like each each it's episode's hour three hours. Uh, <laughs> no. What I'm what I'm getting is that like everyone on Game Goose podcast has pretty limited patience for each other. <laughs> I love how ad nauseum is about an hour and a half tops. <laughs> That's uh, this is enough. I don't interaction. think we've ever had an episode go an hour and a half. So. <clears throat> I feel a little guilty of our Pokemon one now. <laughs> I think that one was an hour and a half. That might, yeah, that was definitely the longest one, I think. Speaking of time, it's that special time in the intro where Danny talks about some of the creators whose content we use on Duck Duck Dice. Yeah, there's uh, lots of people out there making great content for people who are playing games online, like many people are doing now. We use content from Kevin McLeod, Tabletop Audio, and Will Savino over at Music D20 for all of our background music. Um, some great stuff. And now that we are playing online, we use online battle maps. Some of them are Sam and Glad Originals. Some of them are from Two Minute Tabletop. Ross is really awesome. And Neutral Party. Uh, their maps are really great. Give them a, a little look. Maybe incorporate them into your games. Go check them out. Thanks, Danny. And I would also note that that's a point for me because Danny get, did not get the opportunity to knock my segue there because it was flawless. <laughs> flawless. It was, um, since we haven't seen each other in so long, that was a little Christmas present for me to you. <laughs> no, that was me. That was, I, I started, you were like, I don't even know what to do with this. So I'm just going to start talking. It was great. I feel totally vindicated. We're off to a great start, everyone. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right, so with that, why don't we get started? When we last left the Blessed, they had spent more time in the city of Spanifix. Eret, under the watchful eye of the Spanifix representative, um, locked away in his tower um, while the rest of the group wandered about the city, uh, mainly dealing with an introduction from the Lady of Ivy, a 
maybe not so mysterious woman uh, with um, uh, objectives not yet known who asked uh, specifically ally to feed a simple apple to a cow uh, at one of the barns in town. Um, upon their meeting with the Lady of Ivy, um, they met up with Eret, who managed to um, convince the Fireswain representative within the city uh, to give him some recess time under armed watch. Um, upon meeting, uh, Ally took the apple, ran off, and Kaya took Eret's hand and the remaining members of the blessed teleported away out of the city, out of the eye of the fire swing guards back to the temple where Helena resided split up um, at least four days apart from each other um, between Spanifix and the Eastern range um, the blessed continue their journey. Um, what ally is up to in the city, we will get to. Uh, but for now, um, Lex is sort of at a brisk pace, walking south back towards Spanifix with the, the rest of you trying to catch up behind. It is around 11 a.m. and it is cloudy. Important note. <laughs> it's very overcast right now. I I have no doubt that you noted that specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Lex, you are marching south uh, along the road towards Spanifix. It's a four-day walk. Um, you do not have your wagon or your horses. Those are all back uh in Spanifix being taken care of and repaired for repaired uh by the Federation of Orin Wheel. Uh, your supplies are somewhat limited, and it's cloudy. Yeah, and I'm just walking my way along the road. Um, do I see anything at least approaching just... Out of, I don't know, just for clarification. Like, yeah, make a perception check. Make a perception check. <clears throat> nice to set up uh, a shell dice for my friend. Let's see how that works. Not bad. At all. Uh, that is a 22 for perception. 22. Um, you don't see anyone in the immediate vicinity. Um, and you're kind of walking at a, a, a gentle slope kind of downhill um, in kind of the grassy and rocky area of the eastern range. Um, but while you don't see anybody, there's definitely been, you can tell, wagons through here um, very recently. Um, seems to be, you know, steady traffic, although, you know, wagon caravans are still somewhat f few and far between. But it looks like it's been traveled on recently. All right. Nothing really of note that I see apart from just open road. <clears throat> open road, yep, green grass and just kind of, you know, low-lying rocky land. Kind of, um, I wouldn't say rocky, but there's like boulders and things like that and small rocky outcroppings. 
um, as you continue to walk your trudge, maybe trudge south. Is that a yeah? Uh, trudge probably makes sense. I'm just kind of beelining my way down south along the road. Yeah. Um, Kaya, should we possibly stop him from going too far? I mean, I know we're, I mean, at least he's agreed to go back, but we're not really equipped for this. I have enough supplies for a couple of days. If we can convince him to stop at Marin's Gate, then we can pick some more up. But I don't know what else to do. I've already tried to stop him. Be my guest if you'd like to. You would have to actually go north to get mm-hmm. Marin's Gate is behind you, is kind of behind you at this point. Um, and it's about a half a day's journey north from where you are. I mean, at this point, I don't know who can stop him. But I think it's going to get, I mean, it shouldn't be horrible. I mean, though, we haven't, I haven't actually been outside of the city without a wagon and just out alone. And that, we're not alone. No cover, no flip or clop. Are we sure we should be going this way? We're going to oh. find Ally. We're going to get everybody back together. We're all gonna go together. Or we'll die trying. Possibly. All right. I'll I'll go talk to him again, and I'll double time it up to catch up with Lex. Kaya, in a quick jaunt, runs ahead, catches up to Lex, who's just like, you know. Just like a hawk staring forward, marching. Lex. We need to make a detour. We don't have enough supplies to make it all the way there. We need to pick some stuff up. where, Where do you suggest we get stuff then? I suggest we turn and go up to Marin's Gate. We know we'll get what we need there. It's going to take Ally a couple days to come up the road. It doesn't really take any of our time to stop and pick some things up. But we don't have enough food to make it that far, and if we have to stop and look for something to eat, uh, I say, like, looking at the kind of, not barren landscape, but, you know, things that I'm not prepared to use to figure out how to eat and survive out here. It will take us even more time. It'll be even harder to find him. Lex will kind of just like come to a stop. Not really uh, uh, turn to face Kaya though. I don't think it's a bad idea for people to go to Marin's Gate. I'm just... not happy with how this all turned out. And it already sounds like bringing 
air it back to Spanifix isn't a great idea either. We're not going all the way there. Now he gets the wagon, he'll be able to travel a lot faster than we can on foot anyway. If he can get the wagon. I trust him, Lex. I don't know if I trust the city. He knows it better than any of us. We'll turn around and see where the others are. Yeah, I mean, they're just kind of, <clears throat> you know, gaining on you. Um, and not before long, they're standing right there with you guys. Moving as fast as a halfling can. <laughs> so, uh, what's the plan? Keep on walking until we find the caravan or something? I don't know, Luna, are there any other places you're too scared to go? I mean, no. I don't think there's anything hunting me out here in particular. Like are we going that way? So to the city? North. Yeah. We'll go north. I guess okay. we'll begrudgingly start going north. <laughs> Alright. Back up along the road. Um, he doesn't seem very happy, but... Uh, thank you, Kaya. So, going where you guys are, like, for, to go, you will be back where you are right now, tomorrow at this, like, if you were to travel, like, okay. And, and, and you're going to get a wagon? At least some food, if nothing else. We don't have or enough food to make it. Or some camping, camping gear, at least for Uno's sake. Because he has nothing. Worse when you try and charter passage heading south. Yeah. So we don't now that the roads are open again. All right. Not that that's actually a Lex idea, but more just. Okay. Let me just double check the map. I want to make sure my time's right on Marin's Gate. I'm pretty sure it is, though. Of course, if we find any caravans going the other way, we can always hail them and see if they have supplies for sale. That's true. Yeah, I thought we were on the western side of Marin's Gate. I thought that's where the temple was, like over by the river. I mean, yeah, yeah you, you, you guys are, and it's, and it would take you about a half a day to get to Marin's Gate from where you are. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I guess Mary, I'm reading the topography right. It looks like Marin's Gate is probably like downriver from where we are. No, it's heading north. No, it's upriver. No, upriver. Okay. 
All right. I'm building a raft either way. We can take a boat back. No. Lux can swim. Just that's how you guys. That's how you guys find ally. Is you take. Oh no! Wants nothing else to do with water. Nothing else. <laughs> I fall down the huge chasm. Whoever made the rules for swimming did not think about someone who's never swam before. <laughs> you can survive this. Like, no, she can't. <laughs> all right. So you all turn around. You begin to make up the distance that you lost <clears throat> on the walk south. Passing. Um, eventually uh, passing by the small... Um, guard tower that kind of marks the uh, fork that either goes west uh, towards Chesteel and towards Helena's or south um, to Spanifix and you walk north towards the city uh, which you will reach uh, around 5 o'clock or so jumping over to Ally over in Spanifix um you ran from the uh divey tavern that you all met at um ditched what you believe to be some kobolds that were watching you and now you are just another kobold in a, a very big city uh yeah so i mean i have the the orb right <clears throat> the orb uh the fortress pocket fortress yeah yep uh yeah i mean he's going to kind of just lay low he's not really trying to hide from the kobolds he's just hiding from the city guard yep. uh okay and then he's gonna keep an eye out for joe's return and yeah wait for the third day all right, and let's see. When is Joe returning? Should be the second day, the day before the apple thing. So that would be then. So the apple thing is three days from today, right? Yes. Okay. So three. And Joe was two days from now. Yeah. The wagon was supposed to be fixed in two days or something, too, I think. Yep, yep. All right. So, um, and I mean, do you have, do you have any money on you or anything? Mm-hmm. Any supplies? Mm-hmm. Any food? Right. Oh. <laughs> um, well, it, it starts to get um, late apple. into the day. Uh, <laughs> I got an apple. <laughs> uh, um, you. It starts to get kind of into the early evening, um, and 
your stomach starts to grumble a little bit and you're kind of thinking ahead to tomorrow as well when you know you're also going to need to eat. Nah. <laughs> what are the what's the He's penalty for not eating? Well, let's see how long you can go without eating. I'm going to pull up some other rules I have for this. Uh, so just a moment. Did we lose someone? Someone got hurt. Uh, you guys are split in half by the. There she is. Yeah. I guess yeah, you could probably. What is it? What is your constitution modifier? Two. Two. Oh, okay, so you can go two days without food. And then what? Before. An point? Then you die. Just die. <laughs> you explode. Just two Hunger's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't just die. You explode. Um, I feel like people uh, would just feed you for free at that point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, you feed me or I'm just oh, going to hold on to your leg. <laughs> what happens if you have a negative one constitution modifier? <laughs> you instantly die. You got to be caught. Yeah, you got to be. As soon I, as I think you think about minimum it, you one. instantly die. <laughs> Um. Uh. Up to that, then you then you lose a hit die every day that you don't eat. Okay. So I can go nine days without eating before I die, and then I, I think it, it starts to compound on each other. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll cross that bridge if we get there. <laughs> If you start to starve in the streets of Spanifex. <laughs> but really you figure of three days. You, know, um, you are in, you know, in good with Joe Debs. So you can probably get a bite to eat. Yeah, just waiting for Joe's return. All right. Uh, let's see. And where where are you hanging out? I guess. Uh, kind of in that area of the, the foul. Uh, uh, Wainwrights and stuff. Okay. In the, was it the coal district or whatever? The core? Coal? Iron? Uh, the... the dirt, dirt district. Soot. 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 Soot realm. Soot. The soot sector. This is... Uh, let's see. What is it called? The Sitway. Yeah, that one. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't play regularly after playing regularly. And when you have cities with like nine districts in them. <laughs> Come on, stay in the soot yourself. sector. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, I'm gonna, yeah. He, yeah. I. Uh, just, yeah, kind of laying low, not drawing any attention to himself not hiding from the other kobolds but more just worried about the uh, city guards after stealing okay. the prince alright um, as you are moving through the city what you do um, you hear a crier from the uh, 
the newspaper, which again, I'm going to have to real quick look up here. Uh, uh, from the, I was right. Okay. The weekly watcher. Um, you hear a kid crying out, um, latest from the rest of the kingdom. Orgs played tradeways in the Tribreeze Valley. Get your weekly watcher to read more. The Tribreeze. My friends will be heading to Chastile through the Tribreeze right about now. All these people kind of turn and look at the cobalt talking <laughs> to himself as he puts his hands on his hips and puffs his chest out. In, in, in uh, Draconic. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they don't run into any trouble in the Tribreeze Valley on their way to <laughs> Chastile. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the allies going to be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> While they go find the Seers, who were last known to be in Chastile. <laughs> Ally says out loud to himself, no one paying attention um i want you to roll a uh, roll a d20 for me okay ally uh 15 15 um as you're kind of standing there some somebody almost passing by just reaches out and hands you a copper piece i'll look at it and look at them I'll try to see who and it is. Kinda, I guess. They just kind of keep walking. They're just like it, it, it's just a person. Um, and again, like you've seen before, there's like like people treat kobolds fairly well because kobolds deal with all of their trash, you know, refuse and trash, and keep the city clean. So you see like boots and jars and cups and stuff like that sometimes outside of houses or businesses that people will throw a, a, a coin piece in or put a you know a thing of ale next to or something um you know it's not like a it's just kind of part of the like what people do some people do it without even like thinking but it's just like hey thanks and it wasn't always like that but definitely seems to be now okay i will note that <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I don't think he's got any any grand plans. He's just biding his time. Okay. Sounds good. All right. The rest of you. Um, again, it's about five, six o'clock by the time you reach Marin's Gate. <clears throat> uh, you, uh, as you're kind of walking up the road, you know, there's the the, the river... Uh, off to the the west of you uh, that sort of flanks the city and you Marin's Gate looks like the 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 entrance your entrance to and first impressions sort of of Marin's Gate are pretty different from what you remember before like walking in on a, a city that looked like it was partially un, like under siege from within um you know, there's no barricade at the front gate. Uh, the massive line of carts and wagons that had um, stretched outside of the city isn't there. Um, and it looks like there's just some 
you know, regular looking town town guards sort of manning the, the front gate uh, as the four of you walk in on foot um, to a um, a Marin's Gate that's kind of quieting down, it seems, from the hustle and bustle of the day. Uh, you guys have kind of come in at a at a time when folks just are, are done with the work day. People aren't necessarily out and about, you know, for entertainment purposes or anything. But you know, Marin's Gate is, is much like you remember it. These this kind of narrow, compact little uh, village. Um, these almost like Bavarian style kind of multi-story homes, all densely packed together along these neat little cobblestone streets. Um, what are you looking for? What are you doing? Do you think we should go to the crow flies and get a room for the night? Head up fresh in the morning? Use the evening to gather supplies and stuff? I'd rather just find a uh, Get ourselves and get ready to head out again. Maybe find another cart. Um, I just want a like something to sleep on while we're traveling. I would prefer not to stay here. Um, also, if there's somewhere where I can uh, just move off to the side somewhere at some point, I would like to not be uh, in this form currently. So you are in for, you're in Thurblog form then, right? Yes. All right. Does Una have um, like a cloak? I don't remember. No. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, So I will take mine off, which would be really short on her, but I'll pass my cloak up to her, wrap it around her, and pull the hood up. I I don't know that the I don't know that the hood of your like unless there's a real baggy I mean because Una's it's supposed to be like a big one like a right but like Una is how tall are you Una Una. Oh, give me a second. I have. I, I make sure I note my. How tall you, Kaya? Like she might just be a different, like a. a di- like, I'm, like I'm not anticipating it seven fitting foot very nine. Well, but I think <laughs> as long as it fits her head, like it doesn't matter if the cloak looks weird. It's just that I want her head covered. And if it doesn't fit, I'll turn it sideways and use it like a shawl and put that around her head. Worst comes worst. Can we just find like a paper bag? Did you like climb up her? <laughs> yeah. Did you climb up her? <laughs> <laughs> Use the like, like, like Mulan and use that to like shimmy your way up. <laughs> I will gesture to her to kneel down. Uh-huh. And and wrap. Yes. Um, I'll say it looks a bit a bit strange because it is just kind of a, a small shawl hood thing kind of wrapped up around her neck and shoulder and doesn't quite fit her head. Uh, but like she could cover her face with it. Is anyone here actually selling babushkas? <laughs> I just need to transform. Like, for, like just be here for like a, a little less than an hour. We uh, don't have money. Yeah, how much money do you guys we have? have uh, we, I mean... Yeah, we, okay. we do our fair amount of part. money. Yeah. I, have I carry the over. money in the bag. Yeah, I think you're our most minted member right now. I have 160 gold. Yeah, it's 168 over here. Because I never 
buys anything up in this room. All right. In a book. How are our walking shoes looking? <laughs> we haven't been. Oh no, Udo's been walking. Horrible. All right. Um. So you guys make your way. Well. So. Pickleman's is the place that you would know you'd need to go because you've been there before, which is just like to, in the in the southwest corner of town. Um, whether it's open or not, we'll see. Is that where you head? Yes. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, you arrive just as you see somebody starting to kind of lock the front door up. They're like on their way out. It looks like they're kind of shuffling what looks like a small ledger or something under their arm as they're kind of fishing for a key at the door. Um, excuse me. I kind of turn I around startled for a moment. Like, oh, yeah. What? Oh, I, sorry. I understand that it's really late in the day and everything, but um, we are kind of in a hurry and we sort of need supplies. Is there any way you could be open again for another 10 minutes? Make a persuasion check. Oof. Uh, 13. She says, uh, I, I, I really, I, I just got to get home. I mean, how, how, how quick, how quick do you think you're going to, uh, how, how quick do you think you can be? No more than 10 minutes. Um, Make a, make a, uh, make another persuasion check. I promise there'll be, there'll be something in there extra for you if you can just be open for a little longer. Uh, that one is a soft 20. Soft 20. She says, all right, you have five minutes. Come on. And she Thank you. opens the Thank door you. back up. And then she closes and locks it behind you. She says, don't want people getting the idea that this is going to be a regular thing. No, no, of course. Thank you. No, what do you need? Um, and you guys, whatever, like, um, there, there are no weapons here or anything. Um, you know, it's a like a like an outfitter's kind of store. So, um, pretty much anything in the uh, the player's handbook, adventuring gear, um, would be up for grabs at the price listed. So, what are you all looking for? I'm gonna need a bed wall. I know that for sure. There's also no potion of healing there, <laughs> or holy water. Does a traveler's kit just come with like a bed roll and rations and stuff? Um, yeah, there's quite. A, there's a few things. Equipment packs, uh, explorer's pack, bed roll, mess kit, tinder box, ten torches, ten days of rations, water skin. Stop eating your microphones in. Stop what? Stop oh, having your my finger on it. <laughs> you were like pushing it? it into your mouth, and it was. Oh, like... I was just holding this. Um, those are you could get that stuff for ten gold pieces. No, sweet. That's how much I estimated I had on me. And is that how much you have on you? <laughs> well, I left all my gear and stuff back at the, you know tower so i was like i probably have about 10 gold on me my sword that's about it probably 
So yeah, I'll buy a traveler's pack. Thanks. All right. Um, food for a couple days, probably food for like a week. So we don't know. Well, about a week, week, uh, an our time week, not a Amber Rush time week, a half week. <laughs> I mean, Una's going to buy a quarter's pack too, so that's 10 days of ration. Somebody else can eat. Okay. Yeah. Between that, you got, you all would be, I mean, set for, I mean, I'm assuming your plan is to go south and then rendezvous with ally along the road yes mm-hmm. okay got it um i had a question and i don't remember what it is so it's not that important probably i'll i'll get two tents so that should be enough for us all to have that was the question does Una need a tent cool so you guys gear up um are you are you paying any extra for the lady's troubles? Yes, I will. Um, I will hand her ten gold. She says, "All right. Well, thank you." Uh, Una, roll a d twenty for me. All right. Uh, that's a three. All right. Is y'all set then? Uh, I... Just looking at see price on rations. Okay. Uh, Actually, you know what? She says, you know what? You you all can take take all the, all the time. I mean, you gave her ten gold pieces. She's uh she's pretty stoked right now. Um. So yeah, she's her her demeanor quickly very quickly changed. Like she was like kind of rushing you out. Like all right, buy your stuff, buy your stuff, and you're like, and here's ten gold pieces for you. And uh, her, she became much more pleasant in her demeanor. Weird how that works out. Okay. Um, I get, yeah, so for me personally, I'll get two tents. Um, and uh, probably another ten rations. Ten rations? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how many you got. You I got only I have food. Yeah, I have five days. And if people were gonna get this much, I wasn't gonna buy anymore. Well, I guess I could buy some. Ten days. I mean I mean Eric, ten days. Una, ten days. Yeah, Max, I'm not buying anymore. Ten Screw days. <laughs> you yeah, only get Five. That'll put me. At Although I mean, I guess. Uh, okay, sorry. I, I will. I, I'll just throw this out there. Um, you know, you all know that you have to go to Chastile as well. Um, so factor that in. Then I will get myself five days. But there's some food. Uh, food in the in the wagon itself, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Cool. So you all gear up. Ration buying montage ensues. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, early evening in Marin's Gate. What y'all doing? 
Um, I know that we want to head out, but um, I have one other really quick errand. I could meet you right back outside the city if you wanted. But I do actually need to stop by the crow flies or somewhere. Just for a moment. I mean, as long as we're going to leave, we can just follow. Okay. And I will look for, um, yeah, I'll go to the crow flies because I've been there before. Okay. Um, so you go, uh, to the sort of two story, like barn like structure that makes up the, uh, the inn, um, and famous all you can eat buffet, uh, at the, the crow flies, um, which, uh, upon entering seems to be getting stocked for the uh, the dinner hour. Um, I look for someone at the desk. Yeah, uh, you recognize the woman at the front desk um, as the who we assume it was, was the proprietor the last time. Kind of gave you a no-nonsense attitude about things. Um, excuse me. Um, could you, uh, could you send a letter for me? Post this page, of course. I, I, I'll play the postage. Sure, I can do that. And I will, um, get out my bag and, uh, draw out an envelope, a, a heavy looking envelope and um, I'll pass it. The next time a caravan goes to Horn Rock, this needs to go. The name is addressed on the front. This kind of gives you a nod. All right. I'll uh, pass her um, a couple gold for her trouble as well. She gives you an affirming nod, and she says, I'll see to it personally that it heads towards Horn Rock. Thank you. So Kaya pays her phone bill, and Lex is kind of interesting looking now since he's actually encumbered carrying two tents. <laughs> is he encumbered? Yeah. You want me to take one? If, uh, if someone wants to take a tent, that would be perfect. When I can take a tent. Yeah, we should switch to variant encumbrancy. That's what we're doing. Is it? Are we on variant? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Normal good. encumbrances is like is far more. Yeah. You can carry more without it slowing That's you down. True. Yeah, Lex gonna remove one because yeah, Una's fine with carrying a kitchen. Okay. Thank you, Una. Since Cook and Clop aren't here, I figured you know I can do something more. Oh, while we were in the Outfitters, did they have like? coats and stuff in there uh yeah they would have had some 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 wagon coats like like trench coats and things like that i mean it's not it's the it's what summer spring right now i think it's summer so there anything in there big enough to cover una <laughs> no <laughs> um, i didn't even i mean there's there a tarp like you could get like a canvas sheet <laughs> Uh, 
Aren't there, like, horse coats you put on horses? <laughs> uh, not a not at this place. You'd have to go to... I have to probably go to a, a well. I don't know. They probably have that here. You guys bought stable supplies here, or horse supplies here. I think. Um. um then I'll. It's probably in the back room. Get a uh, a couple of blankets then instead. Hmm. And I'll take the gold out of my inventory for that. What are the full face? Is it balaclava? Is that the one that like kind of. Oh yeah, those. Yeah, the only the little area opening right here. Yeah. That won't draw attention. But no, there doesn't seem to be any like, yeah. you know, Una-sized appropriate um, garments or anything like that. Okay. All right. Okay. <clears throat> uh, that's that's it for me. So, uh, can it? we leave from... Yeah. Not stay here for much longer? Yeah. Thank goodness. Okay. So, what are you, what are you guys doing? It's... You know, six o'clock ish. I'm looking to see if there's any like maybe getting a late start, get everything hooked up, and like Raiders are heading south as far as they go on their on their carts. Make an investigation check. Okay, I'm dumb as rocks. Yeah, because there's there's wagons and stuff, you know, loaded up all over the place. Um, you're looking for one that uh. Uh, 16. 16. Uh, looking around, um, and, you know, even, you know, maybe asking a few people here and there, not finding anyone that's heading out early that morning, next morning. Is that, is that what you were, you were looking for that or heading out that, that evening? Sorry. No, right. Out, yeah. Um, yeah. You're not finding anyone that's heading out then. I, I take it no one's leave, getting ready to leave for tomorrow either. Uh, there will be people. Okay, so you're looking for people who are leaving tomorrow morning. No, you do not find anyone that was... Whatever you're looking for, you didn't find it. <laughs> that is fair. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Both tonight and tomorrow. Like, no one's No one's going yet. No. I mean, you're walking around, you you know, and you're talking to people and they're like, oh, you know, we're not sure when we're leaving. We're still waiting on something or uh, whenever, you know, we got we got a, a we're checking on a horse. Um, we're leaving three days from now. Uh, and, you know. No. All right. Well, if that's the case, um, I will wait for everyone by the gate. Head and so. Who is there with you? As is everyone else, I believe. No. Yes. All right. Yeah. So what are y'all doing? It is getting dark. If we can just travel for a bit to get further away from the town, and then if we just camp, that'd be fine, right? 
I think. If you don't, if you don't want to stay here, that's probably our only choice. No, I don't want to stay here. Preferably. Well, um, as we go out the gate, I will vamp Helmy into existence. And um, ah. thank you. I was waiting for that. And uh, I'll I'll lead. I can see. Okay, he can see better. Una, roll a d20 for me. D20s. Uh, 18? 18. Alright, um, as you all are sort of walking out the gate, um, a small group of folks look to be coming in from, uh, the outside of the gate, um, and the three of them kind of stop and start looking at you, Una. And the guy in front says, Hey, are you a... Are you a furbolg? Oh, you're talking to Lex. He's not one either. Oh, sorry. Did you say something before? I didn't hear you before. She said no, but like oh. you're talking about Lex, right? No, he's not a furbolg. Make a deception check. <laughs> oh. I'm good at um, that would be a... Oh, darn it. Uh, 14. 14. Holy. And the the other two in the back, the guy that's looking at you don't doesn't really... He's just kind of like, oh, okay. The other two are like whispering to each other and, and looking at you. And one of them just pipes up and says, which way are you heading? You're heading out late, huh? Um, we're just... You know, just walking. We're, we're, um, we don't really have a destination. We're just kind of walking. Don't know really where we're headed yet. Right, right, yeah. Camping trip. I, like, butted, like, pointing at the tents that everybody's carrying. Make a deception check. <laughs> Can I, like, ease myself away from the group without anyone <laughs> noticing me? Make a stealth check. Make a stealth check. Lex just kind of looks at them and answers, like, you notice the fact that they're coming in like the opposite, or, like coming in from the south, heading northward. Looks like like opposite of wherever you guys are going. <laughs> uh, okay. Great deception. Good at. Uh, so twenty-four. All right. All right. And Eric, um, Eric, what'd you roll? No, 20, 21. 22. 22. Okay. 22, Not twenty. Una, what'd you roll? Uh, Una has a twenty-four. Okay. Two twenty-fours. No, 22. Oh, 22, 24. Okay. And they just kind of say, all right. Weird. And then they just walk back into the gates and you look around and air, it's just gone. (laughs) Did I believe Una when she said I'm not a furball? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Of that, you are sure. Okay. Just want to be safe. You guys should tell me if I was, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Eret, it's, it's, um, where? Did you go back inside? I look around for Eret. Yeah, Eret, where'd you go? 
just a little ways off. I'm still like still there. I'm just <laughs> not with the group. Just kind of like ducked down, down in a ditch. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just kind of standing a little further outside of uh, outside of the gate. Just kind of kept walking a little bit down the way. I'll catch up. Definitely not with us. Yeah. He read the situation, kept walking. <laughs> All right, everyone, right, let's go camping. <laughs> yep, yep. You all head off into the uh, head, heading south. Um, so I assume you're probably going to walk another like, uh, like two hours or so and then camp. Oh. So you won't be quite back to where you started the day from, but yeah, you'll be heading back south. Okay. We need some wonderful rations because we haven't eaten yet today. <laughs> As you all set up camp, camping. set up the oh, camp. You ate breakfast, the... you ate eggs and yeah. potatoes at breakfast or whatever it was. Oh. And I thought we were like halfway through bacon. breakfast. Eggs and, and then... bacon. I'm still taking out one because I figured we would eat. But, um, as we head south, can I look for anything like that doesn't look too far off the road that we can when we do make camp that we're going to be away from that kind of for Una's sake away from the what uh just, just want to be away from like the road the road once we oh yeah i mean there I, like basically i mean there's you know there's some distance between you and the river um you know flanking you on the west um but then east it's just kind of kind of scrawls downhill um, from the road after a little ways. Um, and, uh, I mean, there's plenty of places to camp out of where you could be behind a rock or over, you know, behind a small, um, kind of divot in the, the sloping landscape. Gotcha. It's not like we have to go all the way to like nestled grove in order to be, no, 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 <laughs> climb a mountain to hide. Um, no, right. <laughs> um, ally. Where are you, like, you, are you trying to, account, like, secure lodgings anywhere, or are you just sleeping on the street, kind of hiding out? Uh, I'd probably tr- wait for the sitway to kind of calm down, and then sneak to the wagon. Sneak it to the wagon? Okay. Um, yeah, it, it looks like that there are, um, because again, it is, it's, it's a foul hall. So, you know, even into the evening, there is, um, there's stuff going on. Um, there are, the garages have sort of these, you know, kind of thick, like, wooden and steel lattices that kind of close over them, uh, when the day is done. Uh, but the main kind of central hall, um, which looks like it has a a couple of stories, uh, you know, is has got plenty of light, and there are um, foul members uh, hanging outside, smoking pipes. It sounds like you can hear just kind of a a gentle fiddle playing from inside. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's kicking himself for taking the uh, fortress out at this point, but. Uh, Try and find a way in. Okay. Make an investigation check. (laughs) 
Actually, make a make a perception check. Make a perception check. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Um, and make a stealth check. Uh, eleven. All right. Um, you sort of hu- hugging along the um the uh side of the garages where you know your wagon is being kept um you narrowly avoid like you as you're kind of moving along one um you can see that there is a gate that is cracked open about three feet high um and as you go to cut around the corner you see these hands kind of come underneath it and two guys kind of lift it up and turn and begin to close it down and you just kind of sneak in as it shuts down um uh behind you uh you just kind of skirted by one of their legs as you did but they didn't seem to notice you cool and you're in the, you're in a you're not in in the a stall that has your wagon but you're able to kind of just like double back down the hallway that links all of these stalls uh and find your wagon um jacked up um and being repaired i see that i say that jacked as in it is lifted up off of the ground it is mildly jacked up still but it's being it's it it progress has been made <laughs> uh jacked up wagon yeah <laughs> uh yeah i'll go in to the wagon i guess and like climb up and try to put the ore back like man Man. <laughs> uh why is this thing working yeah. <laughs> yeah nothing nothing's happening um uh hold on a moment okay um and as you 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 make your way into the wagon um and you are sitting there and you feel this like kind of on 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 your on your neck this little my neck oh the thing uh yeah yeah you, you, tur- you turn around and 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 there's this the pseudo dragon is just kind of perched on one of the benches sitting right behind you. Uh, hello, little one. How's your stay in, uh, Spanific Spen? Um, you get a sense of contentment, but a longing for open air. Yeah, I can understand that, I suppose. It shouldn't be too much longer. We can maybe get out of here. And uh, you also get the sense that it kind of missed you. A little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> I'll scratch under his chin. <laughs> and it purrs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the pseudo dragon um eventually goes back up into his shell uh you can hear the ching of coins as he splashes into them uh 
like uh is that ducktails yeah is that yeah uh and um the quiet sound of a tink 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 from the pebble in the glass vial um sort of sings you to sleep as all of the blessed while in different parts of the kingdom all sleep peaceably through the night and we're going to take a short break right here we'll be right back join us again welcome back to duck duck dice uh the blessed are split at uh distant parts and eh, not too distant four days apart um in the eastern part of the Fireswain kingdom ally in spanifix the rest of the blessed just south of Marin's gate um plan is to wander south and eventually meet up with um ally along the road that cuts uh vertically through the eastern range um it is the next morning um ally you awake inside of the giant shell flail snail shell uh, on top of your wagon uh the sounds of um the gates kind of throwing open uh at first light awake you um, he's hanging out in the shell yeah yeah I'll probably just okay. hang out up there most of the day okay Not the whole day all right meditating yeah. and wondering how his life came to this point um and, and throughout the day um like food scraps keep kind of get like thrown in at you like like in the morning like little little hunks of bread get tossed in or uh little pieces of sausage from time to time like you know not not big pieces but just and then same thing throughout the day like some just little scraps of food get kind of tossed up in there um which you uh have to i, I don't know if you'd eat the food no, scraps that are <laughs> <laughs> but the 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 pseudo dragon um Kind of, you get this feeling like, yeah, this is how it is. <laughs> like this is, this is, this is what I've been doing. <laughs> um, um, and for the rest of the blessed, um, you sort of just continue to head, um, head south. Uh, you in the early afternoon sort of pass by the road that heads west off past Helena's and towards Chastile. Um, but throughout the whole day, you are just sort of slowly <gasps> trudging forward oh, in God. the weather, in the weather. <laughs> but it's cloudy. no weather. I bet it's, it's cloudy. Perfectly it's cloudy. overcast. It's, to rain. it's overcast. <laughs> In the rain, you are. <laughs> What's um, the opposite of a drought? Is it just wetlands? Did we just go into wetlands? It's it's a lowland, so um, you know the moisture gets trapped down here. You know the prevailing winds and stuff, um, uh, which I don't think my map would make sense if prevailing winds existed, but. That's for a different map. I'm expecting anyway. us to leave this area and have sunny skies, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Maybe Fire, the Fire Swing Kingdom is just 
It's like you know, north, it's the north, like Pacific Northwest. Yeah, <laughs> it just rains a lot. <laughs> um, and it's all yeah. Seattle, as far as the eye can see. You know, it's not pouring. It's just kind of a drizzle all day, um, enough to just kind of soak you through um, on your day long march south. Um, you pass by uh, a couple of wagons coming up, um, heading north, but. Um, nothing coming south as of yet. Uh, An ally, the day passes by. You can hear and feel the work being done on the wagon as you know, different parts are tugged at and replaced and screwed in and painted. And um, the day really kind of passes. You're, you're not bothered. Um, and you're much drier than you know, your companions. <laughs> um how much gold is, is up here at this point? I don't know. It's 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 in there. Um, there's a couple wait, of gems. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Throughout the there's there's some gems. Let's see how many. Uh, add in um, add in three copper pieces to whatever's on there. That would have been added from guys just kind of chucking it in there to appease the tiny little dragon. Just th- today or like. Over the, over the course of yeah that you that it's been there i mean these are working guys they're not gonna just throw a bunch of money away but he's got 12 silver nine or 12 gold nine silver and two hundred gp gems all right so uh, it's, a, it's three, in a little pile three he's loaded copper got more money he's gonna need a basket that has got clank and like wobble when the wagon is going it's a pretty big shell his, too. Uh, steal one of his gems back. <laughs> Take one of them. Borrow it back. Yeah. Charge him rent for it. <laughs> Ask him nicely um, if I can have it. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm sure Ally is having riveting conversation with the little red pseudo dragon. Um, the four of, of the rest of you, as you walk south, anything you are doing, saying, or looking for as you, uh, you know, throughout the day or um, making camp. I have put my bag to my chest and it was just like holding on to it, shaking in the rain because this isn't for her. You know, Una, um, when we were at the shop yesterday, I bought a couple of big blankets. I was thinking maybe we could make you some kind of cloak. I at least we're just for camp. Oh, I mean, if you like, these were just made at home. And she like placed all her her current clothes. I haven't. So, yeah, you could make something else. Just something to go over. I'm very tall. You are. That's why I got a couple of them. I'm not. I'm not really any. I'm not really that good at it. My my mother was, is very good at it. Much but better at you know how. If you want to try, I mean, I can't help you. I, all I can do is paint, and this painting doesn't put blankets together. Well, when we stop for the night, we'll. We'll get started on it. Okay. I mean, I would like that a lot, actually. Okay. 
All right. Um, <clears throat> about midday, probably on the first day we're walking out, I'm going to lag like 30 feet behind everyone. Mm-hmm. And then uh, try to talk into my ring, I guess. All right, what do you say? Fire swing, not helpful. Gonna go try to find the seers on my own. There is a brief pause and then a voice comes back and says the fire swain kingdom only helps themselves this grave trespass with the seers will not go unanswered should they not be returned Hurry, Semeki. That's what you get back. I assume that's Great. 25 words. I don't know if I counted them. <laughs> I will grumble under my breath as I catch back up to everyone. All right. That evening, you all make camp. Um... As the rain subsides, um, and and while you can't see any stars, um, you're no longer getting peppered with rain droplets. Um, so and as you're all out here, the night, uh, I'll put the dome up and they stop. Okay, okay. Um. Give me a, a a watch order that you'll all be taking. If if you guys are keeping a watch, I suppose is the is the question. Lex will go first. I'll go with Aster. Yeah, this you have three can't see the dark people. Uh, I'll go in the middle when it's dark, real dark. The darkest. Then. I'll go on the dark sword. That's true. Una will go second, then. The glowing no, dark sword really doesn't help us uh, hide at all. It's also a glowing green tent, right? <laughs> it's opaque. It doesn't necessarily glow. I think it fires up like a sky beam into the air that's visible from hundreds of miles. It's supposed to be kind of camouflageable. But sure. <laughs> and music plays. Put some on the top of it. I was hoping we could have an ally signal. Mm. All right. Um, so Una's going second, or was that it? Oh, give me the order again. Sorry is first, Lex. Una is second, then we have Kaya, Kaya. and Eric. Okay. 
when we um, stopped for the night and I put the dome up to give us a dry floor because the interior is apparently always comfortable and dry regardless of the weather. Um, I'll get those blankets out and uh, a piece of chalk and I'll take my cloak and kind of trace out the shape only bigger on um, pieces of this blanket, like just way bigger, trying to kind of follow the seams that, yeah. Okay. And I tell Una what I'm doing and we start planning a cloak. You're just planning, you're not like cutting or stitching anything yet? It's gonna take a long time to get this shape right. Step. It's real big. A okay. step by step process. Alright, um, make <laughs> both of you, um, or, uh, Kyle, why don't you just make a, make a, um, make an intelligence check. Ooh, 19, so 23. Okay. Alright. So you start plotting out the, uh, the giant furbold cloak and uh you all take your various rests and watches starting with lex lex make a perception check and i assume you guys found a good spot off the road sort of um near a, a large pile of of like you know long since kind of rested boulders just kind of cemented into the ground yeah and i'll use the for my story to help me. So. Right. Eh. Uh, that's only an eight. All right. Um, you kind of watch. Uh, you're not able to really see much out past the immediate vicinity of the uh, of the tiny hut, um, but nothing seems to approach you, find you. Um, bother you in any way or and you don't see anything either we'll say that like still feeling pretty annoyed with the events of the past day and a half or or so now um I will opt to take out the cold rock and just put that on top of my head for a little bit okay (laughs) alright Lex finishes his watch uh and awakes Una Una, um, make make a perception check. All right, and Una's gonna have a small. Like, is there any twigs or rocks she can have beside her? She's gonna have a little pile of those, like just in case. But if she hears anything weird, she's casting light and throwing it at him. She's casting oh light. Okay, yeah, you find yeah. a rock and just cast light yeah. on it. Got it. Okay, yeah, I, I, yeah. Defense mechanism. Uh, perception. There is um an eight. No, wait, wait. Uh, 11. 11. All right. So, Lex. Yeah. Um, I do it. As you lay asleep, you have a vision or a dream, something. But you find yourself back at the Crispin Arms in Spanifix, the ritzy inn that you all had stayed at. And you're seated at the small desk that was in your room. 
but you're not sitting at the desk. You're watching yourself sit at the desk. Your vision of your is on yourself across the room, um, and you're scribble, scribbling furiously uh, at a piece of parchment. The quill kind of racing across the page, and your vision moves forward towards yourself at the desk. And then there are these hushed, almost far-off voices that seep into your ears. The voices is harsh and dark. You hear, hear the words, This army will not fail. The voice drifts off. We've perfected them. As it fades off again. You can feel heat and pressure on the lower part of your face, as if a muzzle were slowly pressing against it, stifling your breath. The feeling is intense and, and prolonged. The sounds of swords clashing, of fists against flesh, the crack of a whip, and a hoarse shout echo in your ears. Your vision, all the while, slowly moving towards you, your body at the desk, still scrawling rapidly at the parchment. But then, there's a whisper that seems to break through the tension. It's gentle and calming, and you can feel your breath once again. And this voice, this whisper says, we are one, but you are still your own. You can now see there standing, almost looking over the shoulder of yourself at the desk, what is scrawled on the page. It is this dark black, almost scribbled out, but still very, almost finely drawn picture of a, a broken dam with a gush of water roaring through it. And as you stare at the page, your head, still in the foreground of your vision, turns to look at you. And your eyes are glowing with this piercing white light. Una, you... Start around as you as you hear a slight commotion behind you as Lex stands up and walks out of the tiny hut, his sword in his hand glowing, his eyes glowing. As he walks, he almost seems to kind of just like skate on the ground. And he approaches one of the large boulders very near the tiny hut and with his sword as if it were a fine point pen begins with the tip scrawling furiously onto one of these rocks. You can hear the noise, the sound of metal on stone um, grinding against it. Um, that sound awakes both Eret and Kaya as it's only about maybe four feet away from the side of the tiny hut. Um, 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 Lex? 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 What's going on? Your calls by him go unheeded, uh, go unheeded right now. 
as he's still scrawling into this is happening it's all happening simultaneously I'll scramble through the dome and run over to him but I won't I won't touch him and you see with the tip of his sword like I said as if it was just like a fine almost like f- fine brush strokes he is just scraping in this image of a broken dam with water gushing through it is is it a good drawing at least please um yeah it it, it is um and a, as you all look at it make a make a history check for me the three of you and has anyone touched lex at this point yet not yet i was about to that is a 17 over here uh, history. 20. 25. Lex, as in your vision, the eyes sort of sear into your vision and all white, all the light goes white. You find yourself standing in the darkness facing a rock with the same image that was on the parchment scrawled into it. Your three friends standing beside you. Uh, Lex, make a history check as well. Okay. Uh, 13. Um, while it looks different, um, this image is something, this imagery you all recognize. Um, as it is a very similar image to one that is on the vest of your friend ally. Hmm. But Lex, yes, you wake up standing outside. Kind of snapping to it. Do I, do I wake up with like my blade still like pressed against a rock oh. or already kind of like You're, it's kind of it's kind of like down at your side, but it's it's glowing full force. And his eyes just kind of fade back to normal. Um, probably just like a sharp intake of breath and everything. I'll like very taken aback, and I think I actually like dropped my sword. Surprise on that one. And the light kind of goes wow. dim, and you're all just kind of standing there and very much dark. Uh, We've all seen him dream at this point, right? Or is it still just? I because I feel like. No, Una never, never did. No. Una didn't. Una didn't. No. That was that was bless. Bless saw him. Yeah. Oh, I so it's only after after Marin's gate he did it again though. And yeah, Ally. yeah, it was just Ally. Ally talked and, about it. Okay. And Ally talked about Please it. Yeah. I've never, I've never seen it. But we all heard about it. Yes, you saw the outcome. Yes. All right. That's what I needed to know. Um. So yeah, feeling very like suddenly cold now that I'm back outside, coming to my senses and seeing everyone around me just kind of looking. He's like, uh, how did this get here? I mean, you just got up and then you started drawing it with your sword. But I mean, it's very good. I, I figured you just, you weren't listening to me. I figured you were awake, but you weren't. And I, do you just I, believe Miss Ally? Yeah, but saying I did this with that? <laughs> is this 
Yeah. I mean, it's a little late for your practice, but you know, keep keep up the good work. I'm going back to sleep. Thanks. Thank you for joining again. I I was. Sorry, I uh. I mean, I think dreams are normally. Kind of grab my sword and meekly start heading back towards the tiny hut. Kaya, I don't think that's how dreams work. You usually are just laid down and then you wake up still in bed. Well, some people have a sleepwalking problem. Oh. You know what? I think. Um, and I'll trail off as as I go back towards the dome. I get my spell book out and I sleepily flip to the alarm page and I set the alarm around the perimeter of the dome. Just in case. Alright. I do not have my book so I can't try and sketch it down again. Um. Alright. And through how the big, other walk, hmm? how big is the drawing with this? I mean, it's, it's probably, I mean, about it would fit on the size of like a regular piece of parchment. Okay, then, um, never mind, go on, do it before we leave in the morning. Okay, um, and with that, the rest of the evening passes without incident. Uh, and the weather is something. It is a mostly sunny day with a few clouds in the sky. <laughs> wow. There's still plenty of a morning dew in the air, but there's kind of that rising sense of like the morning heat that could maybe potentially lead into a... <laughs> A, a warm afternoon. <laughs> Potentially. Uh, so is this the beginning of the end for all of us then? <laughs> it's a bad omen. It's sunny out. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Some Do you weird know, stuff the sun did here, come out tomorrow. <laughs> Alright. Before we uh, leave, I'll either take um, a piece of char from the fire if we had a fire and if not I'll use the piece of chalk that I have um, and a piece of parchment and I'll essentially rubbing over the rock okay sounds good and you all I guess yeah any, anything else you all are doing that morning before heading out doing or saying all right Ally, you awake the next morning um, to the sounds of regular work. Um, but then about mid-afternoon, there seems to be like a bit of commotion and, and the work seems to stop. I will come out and greet Joe with them. <laughs> you don't know that's what it is. <laughs> uh, I'm a wise kobold. I know everything. It's true. You are very wise. Uh, let's see here. What's this? No, that's not enough. We need. 
No, not that. I'm trying to find. This is good. This is Joe Depp's music. Um, <laughs> you, there is a what looks to be a eight horse wagon um, that has pulled up in the circular um, drive before the foul uh, headquarters and standing at um, on the top uh, clearly in control of the reins of his own uh, team of horses uh, Joe Debs is just sort of like smacking happy hands uh, from the crew of folks uh, that have gathered outside to welcome him back um, in Spanifex. Um, and he kind of jumps down into the crowd and there's just sort of this, you know, it's not a, uh, you know, raucous celebration, but everyone pretty stoked that Joe is back. Um, and, you know, it kind of solidifies the work that he did and the FAO did in, in Marin's gate uh, in their eyes. And, pretty stoked to see him yeah stands kind of at the garage like out of the way or whatever and just kind of watch this and wait until he either they like finish their whatever and he heads to his office or if it doesn't seem like that's going to happen then kind of go out and join in the uh the crowd kind of starts to break uh and he just stands at the foot of uh the um or not at the foot of uh but in, in front of the the entrance to the the foul headquarters and the group kind of scatters and he just sort of stretches his arms up kind of leaning heavy on his one good leg um takes a deep breath in kind of runs his hands across his slicked back hair and just kind of pats his chest and just sort of this settling breath and his eyes just kind of look over at you. And he says, it just kind of gives you a, a little nod um, and a, a, a come on over and uh, walks uh, into the, uh, the building. I will follow behind. All right. Um, as you walk in, uh, you enter into a small room uh, with what look like kind of two L-shaped hallways that stretch back further uh, behind the main hall, which um, opens up kind of after a lowered ceiling. Um, and there's this great what looks like a, 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 you know, a meeting hall as well as a drinking hall. Lots of long tables uh, and rows of uh, benches. And Joe uh, walks out. Um, to the right of it and you can see that there is uh the big uh fow symbol like emblazoned on the ceiling above a small stage it looks like it's made of copper bronze um and he cuts off into a room along the right which is apparently his office um and is you know for as grand of a personality as joe debs is you walk into a, a fairly small office um uh, that is just sort of cluttered with it looks like different like you know riding harness materials and, and leather straps um Kinky. kind of strewn about the uh this this fairly large desk that's other also covered in papers and things like that um and it looks like there are weekly watcher newspaper headlines that have been 
uh, framed and put up along the wall, uh, long covered in dust and sort of you know, tipping in various directions, but all telling of the different exploits of the Fowl, uh, both in Spanifix as well as uh, across the Fireswing Kingdom. And he just sits down in his desk, puts his feet up on it, hangs the shillelagh on a nail hanging behind his desk, and lights up a pipe. He says, Gator, why do we keep running into each other like this? Well, uh, are we run in the same circles? I don't know. I'm not in prison anymore, so that's probably at least part of it. That's true. That's That sort of explains the uh, several decade-long absence the last time we met. <laughs> Things he says in... with a chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Things in... Smoke just kind of like pours out from his teeth as he smiles. Things in Marinsgate went well, then? That they did. Yes, we... Uh... Well, we put the boot on their neck, so to speak. Maybe pushed a little harder than we should, but eh, the fuckers deserved it. But uh, yeah, we got what we wanted, and um, well, at least for now, the uh, well, at least through the eastern range, the routes are going okay. But uh, heading uh, heading west, things are still rather difficult. I heard yesterday from a weekly watcher, Hawker, that orcs had been causing trouble in the Tribreeze. Yes, they've uh, positioned themselves at a uh, at an old uh, abbey, not far off the road, unfortunately. I've never seen ogres organized like this before. It's very strange. Uh, but they have been... Uh, well, let's just say the money that we uh, and the extra guards that we got from our negotiations with the trade houses in Manor's Gate have, uh, well, they've certainly uh, they've certainly paid up for it. It's a dangerous route right now, especially with what happened in Chastel. Probably no signs of getting better anytime soon. Unfortunate, unfortunate. I have... You're all alone. Where are your friends? Uh, well, up probably near Marin's Gate, heading towards Chastile, I would think. I kind of abruptly sent them off. Our uh, Semeki friend, uh, well, his presence was found out and he was taken to the, I don't know, whatever you call it, that tower thing. And, uh... I don't know, they had him on, yeah, had him on house arrest or something, and well, they teleported him out, left me behind because we had to. What do you know about uh, utter satisfaction? What is it called? <laughs> utter, <laughs> utter, oh, utter yeah. fancy, um, utter, <laughs> uh, utter perfection, utter I perfection. Think. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know about uh, utter perfection, Joe? Utter perfection. Um, hold on. It's here in the sootway? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. Oh, let me see. He, Some kind of he, cow farm or something. And he uh, pulls out, starts, starts pushing papers around. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it looks like they sell cows. 
anything interesting about him? Like, who runs the place? Uh, I am not sure. Um, it looks like uh, from here, we don't do much business with them. It looks like they mostly uh, sell cows within the city. Um, they, uh, yeah, it's not uncommon for, I mean, some of the better farmlands are, you know, further off in the Thribeus Valley. It's not uncommon for cows to get raised here in the city. What, uh, one more question. What do you know about the, uh, District of Ivy and the Lady that... The Lady of Ivy and the Emerald... Yeah, that one. Alleys. Yeah. Lady of Ivy in the Emerald Alleys. Yeah, um, hmm. Uh, real high society one, that one, from what I understand. I've personally never been invited to any of our parties, and you know me, I don't want to rub elbows with the kind of people that would attend such gaudy affairs. Probably for the best. You know, she does owe you a, a lot of her success here in the city, though. What do you mean? Uh, well... She's an old friend of mine. An old employer of mine. A benefactor. Uh... uh the one that you were moving all that... Yes. ...loot for back in the day that you got pinched for. That's the one. Uh, it's all her stuff that I was moving. Uh... She's not what she seems either so just wondering if yeah. you had any i find the wealthy are rarely what they like to uh put out in public fair enough fair enough but she asked me to uh perform charlatan one. rats a lot of them he says as he smacks his hand on the on the desk he says i'm sorry let's get i'm fired up <laughs> uh yeah we should eat him or something right isn't that the, the phrase you all use? Yeah. <laughs> well, we say eat the eat the riches eat the riches food. <laughs> we, we eat their food. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, she asked me to take an apple and I'll pull it out to the utter perfection and give it to a cow. There, I'm not sure what's going to happen if I do, but I'm more afraid of what's going to happen if I don't. Uh, so I will be doing that and looking for a quick way out of town shortly after hopefully with my wagon if we can arrange it have it waiting for me or something okay so um first thing so your friend Sameki, he uh well peppercorn may be a spineless blowhard but uh not even blowhard the men it's more like a, uh, a gentle puff of a breeze, but I'm guessing uh, he was uh, extracted from under his watch without, um, which is probably not something that he would have wanted, no? Uh, yeah, the lady that was kind of looking over him was not the most friendly. Mm. And were you uh, seen with Sameki here in town? Uh, at Anything least twice. Draws... Once, shortly before they uh, disappeared. Mm. Well, do they know that your wagon is here? I don't know. I don't believe so, but maybe. I don't believe so either. 
don't believe so either. But anyway, um, well, I imagine you've been keeping a low profile then. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. So, what were you doing in the city then? Just trying to get some help for... Yeah, as far as I know, the Semeki family's been kidnapped, and we're trying to find some seers that have gone missing. Or the Semekis will be murdered or something. I don't know. It wasn't... They weren't real forthcoming. He kind of leans forward and says, Gator, what have you gotten yourself embroiled into, my little friend? That's not even the half of it. (laughs) There was a whole lot has happened since the last saw you. We went to, uh, what's that place that's in the woods that no one's been to in 30-some years? Windhaven. Yeah, we went there, uh, went through the woods that no one's went into. Uh, well, after, there, there was a lady, an old lady, that told us we were uh, prophesized to save the world from some darkness. Uh, so then we went to Windhaven because there was a dark guy there or something and we fought him at a temple and he pointed his finger at me and it i think it stopped my heart or something but uh we killed a hag uh shattered a mirror um saved windhaven there was a giant spider um and then we came here uh for the seers or something There's just kind of smoke billowing out as he's just puffing on this. Yeah, it's been a hell of a few days. Life is much quieter in the prison. <laughs> and he says, he looks and he says, So these prophecy. I've always known you as a straight shooter, and I know you wouldn't be just bullshitting me. You believe this. Uh, it all lines up and seems to make sense. And like I said, some crazy things have been happening in the last month that seem to point towards that. Mm. I mean, it might be just a charlatan old woman who's getting us to do her bidding, I suppose. But she seemed pretty nice. I don't know that she's, I don't know. Hmm. Well, you know, I've found in my time that, well, the ages in which we reside sometimes call upon us to stake our own claim in our histories. Maybe that's what you have what you are doing right now. Do you think... You've told me a lot. There's, um... Did you t- You told him about, like, Eric's family? Like, you guys came here to try to get help for him? Yeah. Okay, he says, um... First thing is first, I guess. Um... Your... The Fire St. Wayne Kingdom... For the most part considers the Waterwood Wood a lost cause. They will not be... I am not planning any new... The trade routes we had going down there, they've gone. 
Fighter Swing Kingdom figures a um, small colony is not risking is not worth risking another great war after so many generations of peace, especially with the near routing of Chastile. So, your friend, it seems, maybe came to spend a fix in vain. Because Peppercorn, he can't do shit about it. That was, I think, the feeling, the vibe that we all got, and why we... Uh, well, why they all left in such a rush. So, in this... This Lady of Ivy... You say she not is not what she says she is. Is she just another rich person looking to make a move in the city? Feeding an apple to a cow seems make a persuasion check. <laughs> uh... Do you want Joe Depp to make a persuasion check? <laughs> I've I've never really had an NPC have to use a. Pers- I mean, right, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if Ally would tell him. And I'm, I'm okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a persuasion to, check with Joe Depp. <laughs> I don't think it's very I don't think it's very good. Hold on. Oh, how the turntables have <laughs> uh, Got him. Do I <clears throat> Let me see if I have still have my show dabs. Okay. Uh, yeah, he rolled a 10. It's not helpful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what he rolled. Uh, <laughs> right. Average. No, 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 no. If there is a new... stare at him. Uh, yeah. You understand, in my position, and, you know, as you know me, if there is a, um, well, one of these new wealthy types that wants to make a play in a city such as Spenifix, I would like to know about it and how the file might be impacted. Have you noticed anything about the kobolds in the last, I don't know, 20 years in Spanifix? Yeah, I remember they used to get shit and kicked on all the time. They don't but, anymore, um, do they? No, it's uh, been... Quite the uh, the culture shift, but the city is uh, well, it's much cleaner. They seem more organized, less of a rabble of sewer cleaners, and well, frankly, more of an asset to the city. If you, you know, don't take offense. No offense taken. I think that she might have had a hand in that, and there's really only one thing that, well offers enough fear slash loyalty in groups of kobolds to make such a remarkable change in culture. He says, I'm, I'm sorry, I've, I don't I don't know Jack about kobold culture. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, from what I found out, most people don't think they exist anymore, but she is a rather large and old um well dragon he's kind of so he goes ha! and just smacks the table and then looks at you says wit 
You're serious. There's a fucking dragon with a with a who has built for themselves a neighborhood in the city that would make even the tombs of some of the richest kings enviable. They have just a dra a dragon with a veritable army of kobolds that have free reign over the city. Yes. This this could this could be a problem. Uh, <laughs> and this this apple then. Yeah, I'm sure it's just an apple, just a test of loyalty, right? I don't know much about dragons. You worked with her. Uh, yeah. Um. Worshipped her, worked for her. What's the difference, really? I mean, yes. Sometimes the, uh, well, the, the drive of the master can make the laborer go crazy. Forget where, uh, where the true power lies. Uh, I think she has true power. Um, yeah, she's a dragon, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, labor's great and all, but. Uh, Kind of pales in comparison to a poison-breathing, flying, three-ton monster. That would be... That would be correct. Whoa. This is, um... Well, you understand this is something I have to... At least act on. What are you... How? What do you mean? This is, um... I would, I've, personally, I mean, if I were you, I would not want her to know that you know in any way, shape, or form. No, of course not. I'm just saying there are certain people within our organization, besides myself, that I feel should know about these. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, loose lips and all that, you know how it goes. Yeah. It's your information to do with what you will now. You didn't get it from me. No, of course not. So what are you looking for? You are trying to get out of the city, which I'm now somehow regretting my uh, my own arrival here. Mm, yeah, I'm sure it's but fine. But I appreciate the information, my friend. This yeah. is uh, this has been quite a lot. It's... It seems that there's stuff going on here as well as across the kingdom, perhaps, if what you're telling me is true. Yes, it's valuable information, and I hope you understand the danger it puts me in telling you as well, but... You've never been one for, uh, well, let's say, uh, risking the steep ledge. Always shimmying across. I thought that was some kind of Russian phrase at first. Always shimmying across. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I not I'm not sure if really all I need is my wagon. Actually, kind of a big ask, maybe. Do you have a hundred gold pieces that I can have? And I'll pull the coin out. We'll call it uh, 
I don't know. Is that even for Marin's Gate? I don't know. The trade of coins to favors in this day and age. Uh, what do you... You are looking to just get out of town? You need some walking around money? What are you looking for? Well, I have a... No, I, well, it wouldn't be walking around money. It'd be more putting down roots money. I guess. Uh, no questions on that one. We can probably work something out there. What about getting out of the city? I think I can get out. I mean, I've done it before. Eh, a handful of times, at least. If you just have the wagon outside and ready for me, up maybe like half a day north of here. I can do that. Are you, um... I mean, you are a very capable person. Kobold, sorry. Um, I still think of myself as a person. <laughs> I have personhood. <laughs> you have koboldhood. It's all it's all uh, heritage specific, <laughs> ancestry specific. Um, <laughs> your dwarfhood, elfhood, <laughs> um, halflinghood. Um, will, do do you need um, any backup? I can send some muscle along with you for the road. Like oh. noise. I can find some guys that need to be in Marin's Gate and send them along with you. Some someone to drive a wagon? That would be yeah. I mean, works for me. If you that have can be arranged. Men to spare, more eyes at night. I can do that. I'll send two two good men with you. Not my best men, but some good men. And as for... You've laid a lot on me today, Al. I hope you, well, you realize that. That was... This was... I mean, seeing you uh, alive was the, the first kind of big thing. And then um, now all this... The victorious the city. homecoming. Maybe cut short, but... Nah. The struggle always continues. Yeah, I don't know what... Uh, what what you can really do with that information, but at least maybe you'll be able to position the FOW in some advantageous way. I want to help you with this ally as best I can. Um, but this will be... Um, well, I will need that FOW coin from you for something such as this. I figured appreciate you understanding. Pop the inside of it out and give it to him. He throws in a drawer. <laughs> Says, um... If, um... What that old woman told you is true. That you are some hero for the ages. Well then, the romantic in me would not be able to sleep knowing I did not help you on this quest of yours. Hopefully stories of both of our successes will ring down through the ages. Maybe I'll have a statue someday. I don't want a statue. 
I think the thing's rather gaudy myself, but they they insisted on it. It's a great likeness. <laughs> I think so too. I mean, I mean, I'm not. A, I didn't think I was a statue guy, but you know, lo and behold, I'm a statue guy. You know? So, um, do you ever worry about it, like coming to life and like assuming your life, like it just takes over for you, and then you end up frozen as a statue? You and I have been friends, but it's uh, clearly clear we have lived very different lives. Very different lives. That's true. So I tell you what, I will make sure your wagon is fixed post-haste, and let's just say I, I will. Uh, just a I was. I will set up your cross alley's face. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, make sure your wagon is one that, um, well. Let's just say it's fit for a true member of the FOW. And he reaches his hand, extends it out to you for the... Shake his hand and give him the coin. I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good luck to you, ally. And to you. I will, uh, I will make sure that all the arrangements are made. The wagon will be just out of uh, the... Just out of uh, reach of Spanifix. And um, I will send two men with you so you don't make the journey alone to uh, meet your friends in Chastile. Thank you. I appreciate it. Keep your eye out for any statues coming to life. Or I'm more worried about the, the dragon with the massive horde in the center of the city at this point, but... Fair. I'll probably more realistic. And I well, will <laughs> turn to to walk out, close the door, open it back up. Uh, Joe, what is? Do you know the origin of the phrase "post haste"? Says you know, I don't. I don't know where I heard it. I just sometimes use it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you. And I'll close the door. <laughs> Head back to the wagon. <laughs> And you just hear kind of like weird little fucker <laughs> as you shut the door. <laughs> All right. Um, like I said it's about mid afternoon. Um, and did he give me a gold? Uh, um. Yeah, we'll say yeah, the... uh, it, it'll be it'll be. Um, the wagon. I guess were you looking for it at that point, or just no, you no? It at I some was point? just wondering if he gave it to me then. Uh, no, I don't think he would have given okay. it to you right then. It would probably be in the wagon. Okay, when you get it, sounds good. All I'll right, head back to said wagon. All right. Um, and yeah, it's still it's still being worked on. Um, one of the the guys seems to kind of notice you. Says, "Hey, you're one of the." Your wagon, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Should be done under the day. Cool. I'm just gonna grab some things and hang out for a while. I don't really have anywhere else to go, so I just, you know, I hope You're I'm not small. Way. I'm sure you'll, I'm sure you'll stay out of the way. You don't take up much space. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So, Ally, you hang out um, in the uh, stall as the wagon gets its final repairs. Um, and the, the rest of the blessed are marching their way southward um, through a sunny morning and early afternoon. Just a few clouds hang in the sky. Um, and eventually you can see in the distance um, what looks to be some sort of structure, small. Um, you can kind of just see like a small silhouette kind of on the horizon. So it's, it's still pretty far ahead of you, but it's some sort of small structure that uh, looks to be erected along the road um, further down. And as you Something approach, not here. Four days ago or something days no ago? yeah something something that would be different yep how far away is it from here i mean you guys are like you can't see any you know quarter mile half a mile something you guys are kind of again like it's kind of a just a do- gentle downward slope you can just see it at the road further ahead i make myself smaller um, and as you approach getting um, you know, about 300 feet away from it or so, you can see that it looks like um, a kind of like ramshackle looking tower or not. not it's probably only about you know, 18 or 20 feet high or so. Um, but you can see that there are uh, maybe half a dozen um, human shaped figures kind of milling about this with one perched on top as you draw closer you can see it's like i mean it's basically like some large posts with some rickety scaffolding made out of what looks like scrap wood and things like that um along with a equally scrappy looking um scrappily armed crew of humans um it's kind of like who a- seem Go ahead. So it just looks like it was kind of built up pretty quickly. Yep. Like post haste. Po- very yes. <laughs> it was hastily posted. Yes. There we go. Get it. Get it. And not even here. <laughs> so um, you keep walking towards it. Well, we're, yeah. So it's. Sorry. Did you say it was like? Just off the side of the road, or yeah, it's like right up on it. Like, I mean, okay, maybe maybe you know a dozen feet or so off the actual road itself. We got like somewhere around six people approximately that are milling around the. And you, yep, and it looks like that there's a wagon train, a fairly sizable one um, of you know half dozen or so wagons and horses, kind of coming up past it. Um, At this distance, you can kind of hear shouting from the top of the tower. Um, You hear. Make make a perception check. Okay. Everybody. That's only going to be a 12 for me. I'm good at seeing or hearing things as a skill. It's a 12 for me. I think it's going to be a uh, 12 for me as well. Yeah, you can hear shouting from the top of the, uh, the tower, but you can't really make out what it is. 
Um, but the wagon train seems to slow down for a little bit, but then kind of keep rolling past it. I'm going um, to uh, reflexively cast mage armor on myself. Uh, I join that. Another casting, and I hide behind Lex. All right. And as you approach, um, again, rickety tower, um, people who seem to be armed with almost like makeshift or homemade armor or pieces of like they have, you know, a a, a real thing of chain mail. But then, you know, they have like these like shoulder plates or a shield that's clearly made out of like a, a barrel lid um, or scrap metal or different pieces of fabric. Only one of them looks to even actually have a sword. The rest seem to be armed with um look like uh kind of uh diy spears um or or clubs things like that uh and as you approach the the one standing on top of the tower yells out state your business in the eastern range um we're just looking for a friend is it you're, you're he- are you heading are you heading to Spanifix? They answered. Did you hear they answered? He yells down to the Yeah, we heard. Um, I mean, I guess it's in that direction, but we hope not to get there. Stop for inspection! Stop for inspection! <laughs> and Did anyone else ahead like, of a stop for inspection? <laughs> um, you don't know what they were yelling, but nope. Definitely nobody stopped as they were walking by or no, rolling by we're good thank you but it was nice uh, to talk to you is it the, but safe as you all just kind of walk past and like no one even comes out to confront you everyone's just kind of like try it's like it looks like a bunch of like teenagers and old men trying to look tough um and they the guy from the top says well safe safe travels the the, the league of raven guard is keeping watch in the absence of the kingdom Oh yeah. Lex is gonna feel bad and let Una keep walking <laughs> and trudge back. And they're all kind of like, "Oh, oh, oh!" Stand for stand for inspection. The guy yells from the tower, and you see him kind of like running down some scaffolding, climbing down a ladder, jumping down to a platform. And he just like what looks like this like kind of oversized helmet with some like some rusty chainmail kind of hanging off the back. It kind of falls down over his eyes and he stretches it back up. He's got this you know long nose, uh, you know, skinny neck with a bulging Adam's apple. Looks like he hasn't shaved in a few days, um, and he's um, holding at his side what looks like a just kind of a two by four that has the, the hand, the, the a handle kind of shaved out of it with some rough leather wrapped around it. Is this such a, I mean, what, what do you declare on your passage through the Eastern range? This. <laughs> pointing back to the massive sword. And your, and he kind of looks back. He says, what was the other, what was the other question I was supposed to ask? Yeah, yes. Be ye a friend to the people of the Eastern Range. I try to be friendly with most people. Kind of looks back, and the other guys just kind of like nod. 
Safe travel, citizen! Know that the League of Raven God will keep these roads safe in the absence of the kingdom! I feel better already. Would you... And one of them kind of like pokes him. He's like, do you... We are currently... He's kind of just like looking up in the air, clearly <laughs> trying to like remember things. Like, like he was like, I've, I've rehearsed this. I know this. He's like trying to pull from his memory. He says, we are currently accepting new members for enterprising individuals with a commitment to uh, helping the, the fellow citizens of the Eastern Range keeping these roads safe. Would Do you feel you are such an individual? <laughs> well, I explode occasionally, so probably not. One of them, like, the ones behind, behind him back up. The one just kind of looks at you. But well, be, then be careful. The League of Raven Guards stands vigilant against those who would... I can't do anything about explosions, but... We stand ready! <laughs> be on your way, citizen! Thank you. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Try to back to everyone else. We need to have a conversation about how we interact with strangers. <laughs> they, they back like and talk with them. What if they were dangerous? They they just really look like they needed a break. I mean, that's first and yeah. foremost. We know that there are now people looking for several of us. Yeah. Maybe we don't make it a habit to tell people where we're going. I mean, I didn't say it last time. You said it this time. I did. But and anyways, I think they're a little bit more worried about the fact that I am just me. So that should take yeah. some heat up to Una. Yeah, but that doesn't make us less recognizable. Maybe don't tell people that you explode. If you don't like it, you can always just teleport back to the temple again. That doesn't I'm get us anywhere gonna... in this specific Maybe we just low profile. Can we just keep a low profile until we're all together and going back up the road the other way? I mean, we can, but right now you're the only one shouting. <laughs> I'm trying to keep walking south. <laughs> I don't know what else would be on this road, so I didn't, didn't actually know what to say in any kind of fashion. It's fine. Yeah, I won't say it again. It's walking. Yep. I'll follow Lex. I passed the cold rock to Kaya. <laughs> I walk past it and don't let it touch my head. I just never stopped walking. Yeah. Gotta get a head start. Then I yell up to Eret. Or call up, not yell up. And it wouldn't kill you to be friendly. Don't do it, Eret. She just yelled at me for being friendly. To us, at least. <laughs> We're going the wrong way. Not for long. Keep walking. Party loves hanging out with each other. Everyone's doing real good right now. <laughs> All right. Um, how many times Kaya is like, I wonder what Mark is doing. 
So, Ally, what is your plan? You were hanging out for the rest of the day at the wagon until it's finished up. And then... Yeah, yeah. And then early in the morning... Well, yeah, I guess check with De Joe Debs early in the morning and then go feed this cow this apple and see it turn into a demon or something. Okay. Um... Or explode into a million cows and the Spanifix city cracks under the weight of it and falls into the abyss. <laughs> That's the plan. That's what Ally thinks did I, is Did I happen. really show my hand that quickly? <laughs> that I did, Like that easily? I thought I was being really original with that plan. Ally is convinced that's what's going to happen. <laughs> um, so um, for the four blessed walking south, um, the rest of the day... Um, remain sunny and you walk for the rest of the day uh, journeying south um, occasionally passing um, you pass another you know, one or two small wagon caravans heading north um, and uh, the day and the evening pass without incident um, we're gonna get to Spanfix as soon as all those cows rain down and I didn't know it with all this good weather <laughs> not gonna end well um, so that has been as we stop for the night I'm gonna just in case mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna cast locate object just to see if ally is passing our way I don't expect him yet but I'm gonna do it just in case I'm going to try to locate the pebble in the jar. Okay. Um, yeah, you cast it, sort of reaching out, looking for it. Um, but you don't sense anything. You don't feel anything. I allow your really ears to get warm. Like a hundred uh, spikes <laughs> came up. <laughs> um, all right. It is the next morning. Um, Ally, you assume snuck in and slept in the shell again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, gotta stay frosty when you're laying low. <laughs> uh, can't be asking for permission to sleep places. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the next morning, um, you actually are awoken by um, a... It kind of like uh, a lurch from the wagon as it's pushed out um, into the open daylight. The red and, and blue and, and yellow of the shell around you kind of starts to glow with the um, the the daylight in the morning. Um, yeah, because it is still sunny. All right, see, we're getting some we're getting some sunny rolls now, people. Uh, it was just a storm front that took a month to come through. <laughs> And you can hear the familiar hoofbeats of clip and clop um, approach um, and are saddled up to the wagon. And um, you hear the voice, two gruff voices. And so we're meeting him outside of the city, taking it about a half day or so up. And then we're going to meet him. And the other voice is like, all right, sounds good. And the wagon starts to roll off. I will 
I like, can I see like their heads sitting in front of me? Uh, po- yeah. I will, uh, after they're like out of the foul wagon yard, I'll head between them. So I'll meet you guys in like I don't know. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> is that this is the thing? This is the one? And the guy's like, yep, that's and he says, uh are you Mr. Alloy? And I am. <clears throat> I'll I'm I'm oh, Santiago. This is Dunbar. We'll be uh joining you along the way. Cool. I will disembark now and I will meet you outside the city. I hope that you have a safe travel for the next half a day or so. Oh, we meet again. And I will we'll, uh, we'll meet you there and um, we'll de- we will you have to debark de- debark debark disembark. <laughs> That's is that the word I'm looking for? I was dismount and what's the two words I just combined there? <laughs> anyway, shorten disembark. Yeah, uh, we'll uh, once we reach the the road up to Marin's Gate, we'll we'll jump wagon, head the rest away on foot, and go about your way. All right, that, yeah, sounds good to me. I'll see you soon, and I'll jump off and head towards the utter perfection. You hear? It? Did you want this now or later? And you hear a chink, chink, chink of coins. Uh, and, and then you hear a, oh my god, what is that? Oh god. <laughs> As uh, the <laughs> the dragon swoops down <laughs> and, and tries clutching at the, uh, the bag of coins. Don't let him have it, but hang on to it. And the, the other guy, who's who seems older, but um, you know, kind of like in uh, like the Goodfellas in the later years when like the mob guys are old, but they're still doing mob shit. Like he's, you know, <laughs> like um, like the, the Santiago is, is the kind of younger guy who seems to be driving, and Dunbar is the older guy. Um, but yeah, they're like, yeah, this, this is what they were talking about. <laughs> As it starts talking at the coins, <laughs> Dunbar's like, what do, what do you want me to do? What do you want to do with it? <laughs> you hang on to it. Don't let him have it. <laughs> Yanks it back and just <laughs> hisses at him and. <laughs> flies into the shell. So this is going to be a fun trip. <laughs> <laughs> I will head to the utter perfection. All right. Um I assume Joe would have told you where where to find it. Um but um you arrive and again bustling morning uh in the streets um of the sootway as Have I seen any kobolds as I'm going? Um, make a perception check. Perception check. 24. 24. Um, it, as you, uh, jump out of the wagon, um, because when would you, would you have jumped out before they left the foul? Like, right, yeah, right at the edge there. Okay. Um, you can see uh, you can see two kobolds kind of hanging around the outside. Um, but they don't appear to see you at this moment. Uh, yeah, once uh, I'm away from the wagon, I will uh, 
<laughs> I just kind of look over the other one, nudges the other one, who kind of like pops his head up from like it looks like he's eaten something he found, um, and they and kind of duck behind something uh, uh, a corner of a building, and then just kind of look back out at you. <laughs> uh, I will head towards the utter perfection. And yeah, they're you know very clumsily like trying to like they're they're trying to, like as you they're trying to like duck from like corner to corner, but they're just they're really clumsy about it. Um, and but they're yeah they're following you the whole way there, but keeping a, a good bit of distance between them and you. Okay, what is so? What's the utter perfection look like? What's my so, um, as you approach um, from the south side of the building, it looks like that utter perfection is kind of tucked between two, I mean, fairly busy roads. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's, um, it looks like there's a lot of kind of like warehouses and stuff. There's still kind of some haze that kind of hangs in the area from some of the more industrial parts of, of uh, the district. Um, but it looks like uh, utter perfection is a two-story tall barn. Um, there is a small outbuilding that's, um, about maybe 10, 10 feet tall or so, um, 10, 12 feet tall, just on the outside of it, um, between you and the main barn. Um, and there are, uh, along the like Eastern and Western part of the building, there are two posts that go up from the ground and support the bottom floors of these um, rooms that kind of jut out from the second story of the main barn. And looking around the side, you can see that in the midst of a lot of this, this kind of like, you know, urban industrial area, um, there seems to be a grazing patch sort of built between the barn and the next part of the road with this very brown looking kind of grass. Um, but there are a number of cows out in the back um, kind of grazing at it as maybe about a dozen workers or so sort of mill about the area. Are they branded with numbers or they have like tags in their ears or they're on the other side of the building from where you, from oh, where you okay. are. Uh, yeah. Can I like um, see them from any of the roads or anything? Or yeah. You like... could move your way. Yeah. You're, you're kind of at the South side of the building. If you move to the North side of the building, there's another road there that kind of butts right up to the fenced area where all these cows are at. Okay, I'll go yeah over to the fence and see if I can discern which one would be cow twenty four. Okay. Are you trying to? Are you like just getting right up to the fence? It's just a short kind of, um, maybe a a four foot tall wooden fence. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he'd yeah just walk up to the fence, like climb up it, and like stand on looking over it. Okay. I can't. I mean, like houses um, in the city can't be like super common, right? Like people would occasionally stop and look at them, right? <laughs> I mean, how many people are like coming into the way for, uh, you know, sightseeing? Yeah, you know, I'm not too many, but um, yeah, and and you know, you you hop up on the fence. I mean, there there are you know, you can see what look like. Um, actually, make a make a perception check. Uh, uh, nine. Actually, I'll, I'll make a make a wisdom check. Uh, that's much better. That's a twenty-two. Twenty-two. 
Um, there are what well, looks like about a a dozen cows or so um, out in the kind of grassy area, but the barn itself looks much bigger as far as the number of cows that it can hold in in there. Um, so it looks like there's only um, you know uh, maybe about half of the cows outside, um, and from this distance, you know, without jumping into the pen, it'd be very hard to read any of the tags. So you can see that there are tags on their ears though. Um, uh, okay. I will loop around to see if there's any like way into the barn. It's not like through like an office or like, tack room or there wouldn't be people. Okay. Make an investigation check. Sixteen. Sixteen. You know, it looks like there's a lot of activity on the ground floor. You know, there's this little outbuilding, um, which, um, you know, seems to be like an office or something. And then there are a few hands around and, uh, you know, doing things of hay or um, uh, transporting feed, uh, various tools around this this rather large barn. Um, And... Just kind of looking at it, it seems like the if you were to go, you you think you could scale one of these like wooden posts that hold up the sort of protrusions from the second level of the building, and and it looks like those are probably like grain, like some sort of storage up there. Like there's probably not somebody, you know, sitting up there. And there's a small um, a window up there as well that you could that looks to be open. Uh, it seems like the 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 other two entrances are there's the big barn door where the cows kind of like walk in and out of, and then there is a closed kind of smaller door that you've seen some actually I mean it'd be open at this point but um a, a smaller door that leads into the barn um that's open um but there's people kind of in and out working around the area. So there's actually fewer people. There's fewer people on the north side where the cows are in their pen, on the south side of the building where that little outbuilding is and the entrance, like the human entrance into the barn. There's more activity on that side, but on the flanks, there's really nothing because it's just sort of then there's other warehouses or buildings. Uh, is okay. Uh, is there like a gate into the barn on the cow side? Um, open, not or? on the. Not on the outside. Not along. There's no gate along the fence. Um, yeah, but no. The I mean, like barn into doors the barn, that let the cows yeah, out. Yeah. There's just one big door, and it's open. Um, it looks like that there's a side door, but it's closed right now. Uh. Okay, I'm there's gonna a side jump door that's like fence. on the same wall as the big barn door. Okay, I'm gonna try and jump the fence and sneak into the barn from the cow pasture side, through the barn door. All right, make a stealth check. Stealth trick is Ooh, that's a good one. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Um, no beast nor man notices your presence as you quickly hop the fence um, and skirt between the cows, who are, are completely oblivious to you as you dart between them and behind them, uh, and you make your way into the barn where um, you sort of. 
duck around the corner um and you are in there there it looks like there are rows of stalls about a dozen on each side um and it looks like that there are short walkways that go behind each one um and then a big open area in the center sort of where there are a number of different cows sort of facing each other in these large stalls. Uh, there's a second level balcony that goes around the top of the barn with two, um, uh, you know, pre- kind of protruding rooms that are supported by those stilts. And indeed you can see, it looks like those rooms are like they're storing stuff up there. Um, there's like a winch that can lower things down to the bottom of the barn. Um, looks like there's three people inside right now, tending to the cows. Um, of you can see you probably passed about a dozen or so um, and there's probably an equal number still inside of the barn uh, okay I'll move I guess wherever I think is least conspicuous and try to see cow tags that okay go along. Um, as you move along um, you know carefully avoiding um, you know a lot of these these farmhands seem to almost be in kind of just autopilot going about their daily chores you know, uh, you know, busting their asses, getting the work done. Um, and in the stall, um, if you were facing, so you'd be facing the south, like out, you'd be facing out of the, the, the people entrance, the pit, like into the barn, um, at the left side on the last stall is where you find a cow with a tag labeled 24. So like, a... actually probably would be tags, probably like brands yeah. or something. So let's say it's a brand, you know, plastic tag or something. Like it's a brand. Uh, is there like a food bucket in there or anything? Yeah, there are, there are troughs in front of the in front of the cows. Um, he's just kind of standing there. Okay, I'll and it's climb. A, it's a big cow. It's a it's a big cow. It's a big beefy cow. Uh, does it has it noticed me? No, is it facing me or am I like behind it? It's facing. You'd be behind it because you probably would have skirted in this little kind of back area between the wall of the barn and the back of the stalls. Uh, It's kind of. It looks like it's where they kind of push a lot of shit and stuff into this back walkway, and then they probably come through and just sweep it all up at various points throughout the day. Okay, I will. Yeah, I guess climb in with the cow. Feel like allies. Okay. I'm not gonna know any better. <laughs> Try not to scare a cow. Uh, and yeah, I guess like apple out. Offer it to it. Oh, okay. Make a make an animal handling <laughs> check. <laughs> As this kobold sneaks up on this cow and offers it an apple. <laughs> hey, bud. You want this apple? Hey, twenty-two. <laughs> Uh, the, man, <laughs> um, yeah, the horse, the, the horse, uh, <laughs> surprise, it's a horse, um, uh, <laughs> and then the horse eats the apple and explodes into a million horses, <laughs> starts collapsing. um, and just hear a cry across the horizon, no, <laughs> ruined, um, uh, the cow kind of just lazily turns around um, and seems to be more intrigued by the apple that you're holding than startled by the fact that this tiny little cre- like lizard creature just appeared in its stall. Um, 
and it goes to bite the apple. Yeah, I eat the apple. It, it takes a bite, and it and it just it, it eats the apple. And I will. And it eats, and it swallows the core, and then it kind of just starts ignoring you again. I will climb out. Kinda, there's, there's, it lets out this kind of like like this kind of like grunt, and just takes a massive dump on the ground, um, and that that's it. Okay, I will climb out the apple. and sneak back out the way I came in. All right, uh, make another stealth check. Okay, slipping shit. Uh, thirteen that time. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, you sneak out the way that you came. Um, man, let's see. Yeah, and no one notices you, and you are back out into the streets. And I will head towards. Um, uh, yeah, I head towards the uh, the bridge out. Uh, as you start to walk, um, the two kobolds uh, approach you. They say, hey, hey. Yes. What can you, I do uh, for you? Somebody, somebody wants to talk to you. Who? They just kind of look at each other and say, um, well, this is someone Krita wants you to meet. Krita, you remember being the um, the kobold uh, uh, pri- the lady, like priestess yeah. that yeah runs the trap. Uh, is it like time sensitive? We were supposed to tell you after you after you did the thing. After you went in, in there. Okay. How long will it take? They shrug at you. All right, let's go then, and I will usher them along. Yeah, and they start walking, um, and not very long before you realize you are at the gates of the Emerald Alleys. Well, lead on. They say, oh. And they kind of walk away, and (laughs) as they walk away, the gate for you (laughs) opens up. There's no one here. I'll say to him as I walk in. (laughs) You walk in along the almost gilded um, walkways of, and now even you know you you've walked through here um, in during the nighttime and the uh, uh, let me find this one. You walked in here in the nighttime and, and you've seen sort of the opulence of this neighborhood, you know, only really dance off of the flames and, and the shadows of, or not flames, the uh, the light of the glowing orbs uh, that lit the pathway. But now in kind of full daylight, uh, <laughs> you see how, um, you know, truly gorgeous um, and like I said, opulent, like opulence, the word to describe it, like everything seems to like glitter and glint as you walk through here um and the alleyways still kind of choked with thorny hedges uh and vines um seemingly guiding you to the base of the large rectangular pool of water uh that sits at the base of 
um, a set of stairs that lead into a columned hallway into the Lady of Ivy's domicile. I will head in against my better judgment. I got mad surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised that you're walking in here right now. Uh, uh, you um, head uh, up the stairs and down the hallway. And as you do, almost without even realizing like there was a hallway there, because um, there's kind of light behind you in the courtyard and light ahead of you in the room where um, you first met the Lady of Ivy. And almost... It, but you're walking through this hallway that's very dark and before you even realize that there are two robed figures kind of walking behind you um, just kind of keeping pace several strides back behind you you can feel, hear their footsteps well that's not great at um, all and you walk into the room where you see there's some sort of very intense torchlight behind in the room behind the large pillars at the opposite side of this sort of grandiose open air room uh the green um uh kind of banners almost sheet kind of coverings that hang between the pillars you can see that there's intense torchlight behind them and growing into shape is this massive silhouette of the woman that you know as the Lady of Ivy, her shadow almost kind of towers over the room and slowly shrinks as she emerges between the pillars. Her foot falls, echoing on the floor. She takes a seat at in her throne. It says, I understand the task is complete. Approach towards her. You start your video real quick, Sam. Yep. No. So, so indeed, it is done then. How twenty four? Very good. Come with me, ally. And she stands up from the chair and walks back the way that she came. Follow her. You walk into a room that it's almost you almost recognize a lot of it you walk into this room and in the center of this room is a large pool of water that is surrounded by this gold encased um, ledge against the walls are lines of four to six foot tall gold statues some of which you brought into the city itself and there's kind of this gold light coming up from the water below and super bright intense torches line the walls and the lady of ivy her 
dark black skin and long green flowing um, dress sits at the edge of the pool and just kind of gently dips her hand in. She says, Why did you come back, ally? Seems you could have gotten away. I never wanted to get away. She just smiles. Said, that's why I've trusted you. I trusted you with bringing all this here. She holds her hands up, gesturing. She says, that's why I trusted you. With what may have appeared to be a simple task. But one that I would only trust someone like you. And now, my plan is fully in motion. You helped me build something great here, ally. Will you be here with me to see it through? Have you ever heard of... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yo, go ahead. <laughs> Have you ever heard of uh his name? Do we have a name for the Shadow Sun? Uh th- that's the sh- the Shadow Sun is what I mean you've heard of it called. Okay. There was there was there a name of the the god that the um Umbral Order? No, the, no. The Umbral Order is like the <clears throat> you know the the, the denizens of the shadow fell that work for the you know that that are trying to resurrect the shadow sun yeah shadow sun being umbral order organization okay as a way to think of it uh yeah have you ever heard of shadow sun no What about the Umbral Order? Kind of flicks the water. No. And I asked you a question. Well, I'm trying to answer it, but I wanted to establish a baseline to make sure we were both on the same page. Uh, the As far as my understanding of it, the Shadow Sun is some kind of otherworldly beast who... <laughs> was born of the trickery of one god over another um and he's hellbent on ruling the world and uh you know ending life as we know it um but there's a prophecy and apparently like i'm part of it uh so i have to go stop him so i don't know if i can like hang out here As with every stone, gem, and coin in the Emerald Alleys. As with every kobold in the streets of Spanifix. And as the entirety of this city ally eventually 
I own you. You are mine. You are part of my collection. You are what will help me rise to power. You cannot leave. I mean, you're not going to have much of a collection if this guy comes and, like, destroys everything. You want to take that chance? Ally. I mean, that's fine. I can stay if you want. Just, you know, when it happens, you'll see me standing here going, I told you so. Always such a cheeky fuck. But you are useful. And well, if the Shadow Sun is indeed going to take over the world, as you say, well, it'll be me who they have to ne negotiate with over this fate of Spanifix. Oh, is there a prophecy have... about you, too? No, I... That apple... is the beginning of the fall of Spanifix. And the rise of it in my vision. Soon... The Wyvern Riders will fall as they feast upon their as their mounts feast upon the flesh of those of that cow and when they do the strongest bastion of defense in this city will fall and when they do that's when i shall rise and as she says rise her voice kind of grows out into this low undulating snarl as her body shifts and you see this beautiful figure grow into the terrifying presence of a massive green dragon and you can feel the old familiar presence of the sting on your nostrils and the burn in your eyes from the noxious aura that emanates from her breath she towers over you, her body half slunk down into the water. She says, a new age is coming, ally in Draconic. You will be a part of it. Or I will leave you as a piece of it in my wake. Your... Petulance can be forgiven for your loyalty. But do not mistake my patience for weakness. Wait in my chambers. I will have use for you later. And I think that's where we will pick it up next time chambers are they here ah! they were here she means the room with her chair the big room with her chair she wants you to wait there like a good dog uh thank you everyone for joining us for episode 
36 of Duck Duck Dice. Uh, you be sure to check out Clinton and our friends Dan and Neil on the Game Goose podcast uh, tomorrow night around 7. And we not will tomorrow, hopefully... But- uh, tomorrow, some other day, I will be gone tomorrow. So, oh, you're gonna be gone tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, some other time, <laughs> be after the game goose podcast. Yeah. Actually, wherever you listen to podcasts, go there and look for game goose, and then you can listen to it then. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you don't have to wait for Tuesdays, backlog. yeah. You don't even have to wait. There's a huge backlog of things. There's like 200 uh, episodes <laughs> or 100 yeah. some episodes, yeah. Look it up, yeah. There's lots of ways to look for it. You have no excuses, plenty of stuff to do. Uh, between now and the next time we see you uh, at the table, which you are welcome around anytime. And as we always say in the game of life and all others, roll on.